Hello and welcome to episode 195 of Dancing in the Discomfort Zone podcast. It really consistently surprises me that I've done this for so long, but I have so much fun with it that I just keep doing it. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Ever-growing audience of amazing people who want to get more comfortable being uncomfortable. And I've got every single angle of discomfort you could possibly think of uh, on this podcast. So if you are interested in having a certain topic, a certain type of expert or guest help you learn a little bit more about a topic you're uncomfortable with, let me know. Anne at annbonnie.com is my email address. You can also find me, speaker Anne Bonnie, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. What do you want to see from Dancing in the Discomfort Zone podcast? What makes you uncomfortable? Because it's different for other people. So, um, yeah. So, hi, I'm your host. I'm Ann Bonnie. I am the creator of Dancing in the Discomfort Zone and a key dancer in the discomfort zone. And one of the things I want to talk to you about today, I'm your guest today. You're stuck with me. One of the things I want to talk about, I was just making a video for a, um, a client that I'm speaking for. I'm doing two different breakout sessions and their keynote. And the breakout session, the keynote is my typical keynote on change management. And then my breakouts are on effective communication, like how to have difficult conversations well. Talk about being uncomfortable. (laughs) But I usually put together a quick, you know, 30 to 60 second promo video for my clients. And this client had asked me, hey, will you, instead of just saying, hey, come to the conference, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, give a little bit of information. And so the information that I decided to give was so good, I said, well, heck, this is gonna be episode 195 of my podcast. And this is something that in any human interaction, which in and of itself can be very uncomfortable, I think of a lot. And that's to assume positive intent. It is so easy to jump to conclusions about what people say, what people do, And usually, unfortunately, I'm not sure why we're, a lot of us are wired this way. I know I am, but I often immediately jump to the conclusion. They're a jerk. They're just trying to ruin my life. They're an idiot. They're stupid. And they, (laughs) I don't know how they lasted this long with that kind of a brain, right? (laughs) And then I remind myself to assume positive intent, to assume that they're doing the best they can with the circumstances that are involved. Because Lord knows I haven't been perfect all the time. She pulls her hat embarrassingly over her eyes. You know, we all are doing the best we can in the moment with the information that we have, with the, you know, with, with, what, with, with everything that we have in the moment, with the emotional energy we have left after everything that's going on in the world and maybe going on in our lives. You know, there's so many factors that play into the things we say and the things we do. And so as we're interacting with other humans... One of the things, this is one of the things that I really like to do, which is to question the story that I'm telling myself about the motives and the, you know, person behind whatever that I heard or saw or didn't like or whatever. And if I'm assuming positive intent, assuming they're doing the best they can to be the best person they can with all the circumstances that they're dealing with right now, If I go at a situation with that kind of approach, not only do I have a better experience with it, but if I have to approach them and talk to them about whatever's wrong, I'm more likely to take a curious approach 
rather than like an attacky approach. And more importantly than that, I'm more likely to have a constructive conversation that actually solves the problem rather than like attacking somebody and making them defensive. And then not only do we, did we not solve the problem, but now we're not friends anymore. You know, like how do I approach this situation in a way that allows me to have a constructive conversation? And by starting from that assuming positive intent, you're going to be able to approach it with curiosity and with, you know, an open heart and an open mind. And you're much more likely to get the results you want from that person today and in the future. So think about that, you know, and I was doing a, uh, another keynote the other, uh, last Friday and one of the women, I said all of this and then she, she raised her hand and she says, okay, but what, and I had used an example of somebody coming in late and maybe it's, you know, they're talking to their boss about a new multimillion dollar client. That's more important than my little resilience keynote. Or maybe they're talking to their kids oncologist. That's, you know, more important than my little, my little resilience keynote. And then this woman raised her hand and she's nodding. And I could tell that she's about, she, she's got a challenge for me. And she says, she says, okay, okay, okay. I get all that. But what if they walk in late with a Starbucks cup steaming full of coffee? What if the evidence all points to the fact that they do not have positive intent? <laughs> and I said, well, you have a, you have a good point there. And it's funny because I, paused for a moment going, yeah, I'd want to slap him. Like, <laughs> I'd be mad. I'd be like, why are you stopping for coffee when you're going to be late for the meeting? And my answer to that was, there's a lot we don't know. There's so much we don't know. This person may have spent all night with a sick kid after her spouse left, you know, a week ago, and she's trying to figure out her life and she's not getting any sleep. And if she didn't have her coffee this morning, she was going to fall apart. Or maybe she has to take meditation, medication with coffee. All of these are a, maybe a bit of a stretch. But the fact is, by giving them the benefit of the doubt, by giving them the opportunity to not be a jerk and not be just a mess, you know, we're much more likely to build relationships and get the results that we want with people rather than breaking things down and having a miserable experience ourselves. You know, somebody walks in with the Starbucks cup late to a meeting and I can, oh, I can spend the whole day stewing and angry about that. <laughs> I don't know if you're like me, but like that stuff rattles around in my head. But if I look at the story I'm telling myself, I'm telling myself that person's disrespectful. They should have rushed over here rather than stopping at Starbucks. But if I say, you know what? There's a lot I don't know about that person's morning, that person's experience. Let me just go ahead and assume that they're doing the best they can and get on with my own life. Because ultimately, that doesn't really bother me that much. So think about that. How can you shift the story and start by assuming that they're doing the best they can in the moment? Because Lord knows there are many situations where I hope people have given me that kind of grace. It is uncomfortable, but that's why we're here dancing in the discomfort zone. Thank you for joining me. We are coming back next week with another fabulous guest to talk about something else uncomfortable. Isn't this fun? <laughs> I will see y'all next week. Have a good week. Go get uncomfortable. <laughs>